side. There's a pitch. It's on the turf, and the Rebels recover it. Don't just sit on the sidelines. Be part of the show. Text in your questions and comments to 662-426-1093. That's 662-426-1093. I guess you don't have to, but you need to. Deal for Rodriguez. He'll go coast to coast. One-handed stuff with a right hand. Swung on, fly ball, deep field. That ball is long gone, headed toward the scoreboard, hit right below it, and the Rebels take a one-to-nothing lead on a bomb by Tim Elko. And here it is. We're underway in the Sugar Bowl. Now here's your host, Gary Darby. Hello, gang, and welcome to the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Gary Darby, Chuck, Gordon, Yancey, Cooper Pratt's in the studio. We'll get with him in just a little bit. Back into the show, we'll talk recruiting as we will have Zach Barry on to talk with us about the latest and greatest with Ole Miss and where that is. Mr. Chuck, good evening. What's going on, my friend? You know, we were all just sitting back there in the back, eating cookies, talking, mm-hmm. running our mouths, and, you know, thank goodness Richard Cross comes in and says, hey. Time to go. Y'all work. Y'all work. It's that time. You know, because uh, we got to discuss a few things, basketball situation to talk about. We'll get into a lot of different things. Do we have to? Well, yes, it, 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 that's part of uh, Ole Miss Athletics. <laughs> so, hey, let's let's start off on a positive note. Real good, real good week in recruiting. Yancey's going to go over here in a few minutes. But uh, got five new players coming in, and I think a couple of them are really at important needs, defensive tackle and a linebacker. I feel good about it. First Files Farm Credit, bringing us uh, the first part of the show, 100 years of experience supporting the communities in agriculture. You can go and check them out online for South Farm Credit. Hello, Gordon Ford. How are you doing? I'm, I'm fine, fine and dandy. How are you? I am wonderful. How do you like the new headphones? I do. I yeah, like it. Much better because the, I know the stuff isn't getting on my ear. That's right. If people could see Gordon after every show, he had pieces of leather all over his face after the show. <laughs> and so now we have him some good head. Hey, nothing but first class here, baby. <laughs> but it was kind of a bad week for basketball against it in that Central Florida game. That was uh, really bad. And uh, Temple, you know, they slowed the ball down and Rebels got back in the winning column, but they got to pick it up. Yeah, 21 to nothing, I would say, is, is really, really bad. Hi, Yancey. How you doing, my man? I'm good. You all right? I'm doing great. I, I concur with uh, Gordon there. Just not the best uh, week for Ole Miss basketball. At least they did get the W against Temple, but they got to get the ball in the bucket better. You're not going to win games in the SEC in the 50s and 60s. It's just not going to happen. No, and, and Chucky, this is part of one of my five thoughts, is you got to get your best offensive playmakers in the game at the same time. And as long as you're rotating Abram and – um, and roughing uh, in together, um, they're not in the same rotation, and those are two of your top three offensive players. So they got to figure that out. You can uh, text message the program at six six two four two six one zero nine three six six two four two six one zero nine three. Already with three or four questions up there, we will get into a little bit later on. Now it is time for the thoughts of Yancey. It's brought to you by Outback Steakhouse. Our friend Steve Grantham operating nine of them in Mississippi and Tennessee. Go ahead. Yeah, Chucky, we're going to start with that. Ole Miss must find a way to play Ruffin and Abram at the same time. They're two of Ole Miss's top three offensive players. We all know the Rebels need more players who can put the ball in the bucket. The North Alabama game Tuesday is a perfect opportunity to try and get those two in the rotation together. Two, it's critical to finish the Ole Miss football season on a positive note. 
Chucky, I don't know about you, but I think nine and four sounds a lot better than eight and five. Three, I love what Ole Miss has done in the portal to this point. Now they need to go find a tight end, two impact receivers, and a rush end. Those are the three most critical needs for next year's team, in my opinion. Four, Ole Miss has nine four-star high school commitments out of their 13 total commits. I've always contended you need double-digit blue-chip signees in each class to be a true contender for the national championship. Now it's time to close on two to three more. And the last thought of the day, the word I'm getting around the baseball circles is don't be surprised if freshman right-handed pitcher Grayson Saunier is Ole Miss's next freshman All-American. We're also hearing that Ethan Ledge, who is projected to take over third-base duties, is going to be a beast this season. He's versatile like we saw from Justin Bitch and can flat-out rate the baseball. And then Cooper Pratt will be the next <laughs> freshman All-American. We're going to get to that in two in, years. In two years. Chuck, can you handle not one Magnolia Heights guy, but two in the studio with you at the same time? Well, let's say one and a half. Oh, <laughs> well done. Well done. Six, five, and five, five, or six, four, and five, four, whatever yeah. you want to say. I'm wearing my lifts today. I'm a little taller. One of us wore a uniform and held the bench down. Yeah. One of them plays a lot and is well, really good at it. Well, the good thing is you, y'all weigh about the same. The, uh, this is true. Right here. Right here, baby. Look, we all know Bianco <laughs> loves those tall players. You know, poor Bianco, he's kind of he's kind of like Gary. He didn't get the bus for Challenged. the, for the uh, genetics there on, on the right. height. Challenged. That's why Ole Miss is nothing but 6'4", six, 6'5", six, players on the roster. I always enjoyed interviewing Coach B after the game because it was somewhat closer to my face. Eye like, to eye. like, there's a picture of me and Drew Pomeranz. Like, I'm arms stretched up, microphone to his mouth. It's hilarious. <laughs> Did you enjoy him after a loss, though? Yeah, he was fine. I mean, I learned how to deal with that, right? I learned how to figure out what to do, what not to do, and then just take it, whatever it was. It's all good. After this season, win the national championship, I think it would be a lot easier, even the losses. <laughs> all that pressure is now off his shoulders, and that's why I think the Rebels are really about to roll like we hadn't seen before. Without a doubt. It's the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. We'll talk more with Cooper after the break. you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1916 with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthLand.com, Equal Housing Lender. 
Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw Real Estate. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know, Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. Attention, Camp Lejeune toxic water victims. I'm attorney Roberts Wilson with important information that you need to know. If you or a loved one lived or worked at Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987 and developed cancer or another major disease, you may have a claim for money damages. To have your claim reviewed, call Roberts Wilson PA Injury Lawyers at 662-533-9111 or visit us on the web at wegetjustice.com. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Welcome back to the program. Gary, Chuck, Yancey, and Cooper Pratt on with us here in this part of things. We'll come back with your text messages. We'll take a look at some injury news. Uh, we've got other things going on in recruiting, SEC news, you name it. We'll get into all of it before the hour is done with Chuck's good, bad, and ugly wrapping things up. Cooper, how are you? I'm great, man. We've just been uh, living the life, talking about one guy who wished he was good at baseball on the hill, and this guy is good uh, <laughs> in Cooper, and some names that uh, he's familiar with. So it's good to have you in here and get a chance to talk with us. Now we're going to let Chuck and Yancey, they have the hard-hitting questions. I just oh, kinda, yeah. I just kind of sit here a little bit and just kind of you know move things around. Go ahead, guys. Yeah, I kind of introduced you there to Cooper. He's a 2023 shortstop out of Oxford, Mississippi, that plays for Magnolia Heights. He's 6'4", 195, and bats and throws from the right side. He's rated as the number 31 overall prospect in the 2023 draft by MLB.com. So, Coop, just just tell us the process. I mean, you went a year ago maybe from now. You weren't even on the top 300 list, and you just shot up the boards in the last year. What have you done to prove your game to take you where you could be a, a first-round draft pick? Uh, you know, well, uh, my dad's a big part of that, and we practice every night. Uh, we work out. I drive up to Collierville every day to work out at elite level performance and just try and get stronger there. And just the grind kind of is just – and it's kind of pushed me a long way in this process because last year I wasn't as well-known as I am now. But it kind of just builds up as you play and as you progress, and I guess people are just starting to see it now. Looks like your body matured too. You're bigger, stronger, probably. Yeah, it's yeah. I was not as big. I I'm still not that big, but uh, not as big as I need to be. But yeah, definitely like growing and getting stronger has definitely played a big role in that. And I'm just trying to get bigger and stronger still. How much weight training do you do in baseball? Uh, 
I'm always eating. My I I have a fast metabolism, so I'm eating constantly. Like every, even when I'm not hungry, I'm eating five meals a day, <laughs> snacks in between. Uh, go to bed stuffed, can't can't move almost, and then just off that hit, work out, wake up, go to school. Do you lift weights much? Yes. Uh, it's it's kind of like weird training. It like. It's called ELP up in Collierville, Mississippi. It's it's revolved around GOTA uh, type stuff. Um, just more about creating like more back chain movements, and I feel like that's kind of helped me a lot. Just becoming a better athlete, and I'm just, just trying to push on forward. I've had the unique experience of being able to see Coop, I guess, since you were eight years old there for the Yalabusha Giants. For a little bit of back information on Cooper Pratt here at about Oxford, his dad is Russ Pratt, and he started the Yalabusha Giants, which has become one of the elite organizations, travel league clubs, not only in the state of Mississippi, but throughout the country. And Cooper has been trained underneath his dad uh, like nobody else I've probably ever seen in baseball. Their family eat, lives, lives and breathes baseball. That's all they do. How much, Cooper, do you attribute just to that background with your dad? And we all know how tough your dad can be on, on, on all of y'all. Um, what I mean, Just how much influence did that have on you to get to where you are now? Uh, yeah, ever since I... I was born. We've we've been a baseball family forever. My dad's family, my dad's brothers all played baseball. My dad's grandpa, everyone on my everyone. It's an athletic family. I'll just say that. And I was kind of just raised in baseball. And same with my brothers. Like ever since we were born, we were born with a bat in baseball. And every night we would go out to the local fields and take ground balls or hit or hit off a tee stuff like that. He'd work with us all the time. And now we've been fortunate enough to kind of build off of it, like you said, the Yalabusha Giants. And now it's kind of like combined with BPA when you get to a certain age, but now we have a nice indoor that we are fortunate to have and use. And it's just gotten so much nicer since when we first started. And it's, he's just been a huge help, him and my mom. Uh, they pushed me and it's it's been fun. It's been a fun ride. Do you play any other sports, Cooper? I did play basketball, but I, I'm not this year just because of baseball reasons. Sure. But I, I still love basketball. Now, the Yalabusha Giants has produced several players on the team, and one of them, probably the most famous one, is uh, Kemp Alderman. You've had a chance to watch Kemp grow up as a kid and even play with him. Uh, are you surprised he is doing what he's doing at Ole Miss and projected to do what he's going to do next year? I'm not surprised to be honest. Kemp is a beast. Like he hits the baseball so stinking hard, it's it's hard to like fathom. Like I hit, I barrel a ball as hard as I can hit it, and it's like him getting fisted off the hands. <laughs> and it just I I hate when I hit with him because he always makes me look like I'm a peasant. I'm not like a peasant, but like just a weak little. <laughs> yeah, we understand and have seen some of those things from Kemp along the way. You're listed at 6'4", 185-ish, is that correct? 195. There you go. Middle infielder? Uh, yeah. Prefer shortstop. shortstop? Yeah. What do you think is the best part of your game as the shortstop? Like, what do I do best? Range? Yeah. Uh, being able to make the routine play. Because that was the thing that I saw, I think this summer, was people talking about the range that you had as the size person. 
that you are. And it, uh, Yancey said it. It goes back a lot to what we see out of Gonzo now, before that, Gray Kessinger, and you can continue. Servideo was a little different than the rest of them, but you have a lot of that similarity. Do you see that in your game? Uh, yeah, I feel like I, I have range just because I'm like 6'4", and I can move well. I feel like I feel like I move well, which I'm still working on getting better. But being able to make the routine play has always been my go-to thing. I mean, there's I've just always been able to make the routine play, try and make it look as easy as possible, and get the out. Easy as that. Cal Ripken Jr. was six four. <laughs> Look, he's he's being a little modest. Uh, he's one of the one of the few guys that when you're around the little league parts and the travel baseball that people would go watch just to see him play defense. This guy's always had range. He's been a special defender since he was a little kid. Um, yes, Gary, he he can make the routine play, but he's got a lot of range. I'm gonna tell you right now, he's got more range than than Gonzo, than Gonzo does. I, that's that's a fact. So. Um, this guy right here has got all the projectables, and uh, it's going to be excited to watch it, Ole Miss. Hopefully. So, talk to us about your, um, you know, you're projected to be a pretty high draft choice. What's going on in your mind as far as whether you'll go to Ole Miss or go pro? We talked about it before the game, but what are you comfortable talking about here? Uh, it's two great options. You know, it's going to take me a lot to not go to Ole Miss just because I've I know the coaches, Cleary, Clement. Bianco, Lafferty, I, I love them. They're awesome. And I live like 10 minutes away. My family can come <laughs> and watch the games, and it's just a crazy atmosphere, great atmosphere. What did you think watching Ole Miss on that national championship run this past year? I'm not going to lie. I was, uh, it, I was shocked, honestly, last one in, last one out. It was like a Cinderella story kind of. And just seeing it all work out and all the people that were – like hating on Coach Bianco, and then all of a sudden he wins it, and they're all apologizing at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I, it was just, it was, it was, uh, it was a roller coaster of events. You know, your family knows baseball like nobody else. What did you think when you heard criticism of Bianco, and you knew what he really was? Your dad obviously did too. But I mean, did it sound so silly coming from from you? I just shook my head. I knew, I knew they were just, they just didn't know. Uh, uh, you can't really replace Mike Bianco. He's one of the greatest coaches in college baseball, and he's proven that, and he just proved it again, winning the national championship. What, what attracted you to Ole Miss besides location being close to home? But just talk about the things that you liked about Ole Miss. Uh, the good-looking the, girls. <laughs> uh, obviously the coaches. That has its points, right? <laughs> <laughs> obviously the coaches. uh the atmosphere, uh, Ole Miss is one of the prettiest campuses in the country. Uh, like I said, my parents can come and watch all my games. Uh, I'm familiar with Mississippi. I like Mississippi. It's kind of always been my home, pretty much. And I just, I don't know, it felt right. Sounds good. We got the music in the background. Man, we can't wait to see you in a Rebel uniform. Can't wait. You think and, you think we'll get BYU on the schedule so we can get a Pratt v. Pratt coming up in college? Uh, I, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> his uncle's the head coach at BYU, and his brother plays baseball for BYU. Thanks for stopping in and being with Thanks, us. Buddy. Yes, sir. Thanks, buddy. We've got more me. coming Thank up on the program right after this. Hang on, people.
Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Can you imagine years of hard work and saving and now you're worried about outliving your retirement savings? Paxton Faris and the Faris Group have over 20 years and a process working towards success, not stress, after retirement. To know how you can truly enjoy a level of comfort and security, talk to the Faris Group. Retirement should be stress-free, not stressful. The Faris Group, farisgroup.com, offices in Oxford and Jackson. The Faris Group, your partner in retirement. Registered representatives offer securities through Security America, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. The Faris Group, LLC, and Securities America companies are separate entities. Attention, Camp Lejeune toxic water victims. I'm attorney Roberts Wilson with important information that you need to know. If you or a loved one lived or worked at Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987 and developed cancer or another major disease, you may have a claim for money damages. To have your claim reviewed, call Roberts Wilson PA Injury Lawyers at 662-533-9111 or visit us on the web at wegetjustice.com. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, D'Auberville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. House cleaning is just one of those things you gotta do. But life is busy, and the great folks at Brittany's Cleaning Services understand that and are here to help. They provide professional cleaning services for residential, commercial, and rental properties. Reliable, honest, experienced cleaners with affordable pricing. Servicing Olive Branch, Tupelo, Water Valley, Bruce, Holly Springs, Pontotoc, Oxford, Taylor, New Albany, South Haven, Senatobia, and Batesville. Call for more information at 662-202-8868 and follow them on social media. That's Brittany's Cleaning Services, LLC. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Hey, that last segment brought to you by Roberts Wilson, PA. They represent the people. Consultations free. Go to work immediately after being hired. They have a number of people for experience in injury law, accident law, and for a free initial consultation, call 533 9111 662-533-9111, or go to wegetjustice.com. Gary, Chuck, Gordon, and Yancey, and you said it. You want to, Is that what you're going to bring up, the Cooper, and how yeah. polished and good he sounded? What, what, a, what a cool kid. Yeah? Yeah, that young man's going places. Um, besides his baseball, he's, he's bright, articulate, fun to, fun to talk to. Six four one ninety five. He said, "When he stood up and walked away, you could see, and he's got the structure to get a few more on there." Too. He gets to be two ten. He's going to be a beast, boy. <laughs> well, you got to duck your head a little bit to leave the door, right? You know, yeah. you got some size on you. He is going to. I mean, projected down the road, he'll be two twenty twenty five. He's going to be a he's, big old. He's a, he's a good seven inches taller than Yancey <laughs> at six <Yeah>. four. <laughs> Yes, he's 5'9". He claims he's (laughs) 5'11". Way more than that on me. So it's good to have him in here and be a part of it. He's part of the 2023 signing class for Coach B and 
the baseball team. All right, so we got some text messages. Let's start with this one at 662-426-1093. And so is Caden Davis being brought in just for depth at the position, or is something up with Costa, and are we trying to get a punter? There's nothing up with Costa except that uh, they want they want to have separate kickoff and field goal placements, and this kid really can, can boom it out of the end zone. He's brought here just for kickoffs. Okay, and a punter? They're looking. They're looking, but, uh, you know, they haven't been able to find one yet. Okay, so we have that on the special teams part. Do you si- uh, think Ole Miss will sign a portal tight end this week? I don't know about this week, but I, I guarantee you they're going to have to sign a portal tight end. They, yeah, don't the, any, they don't have any choice. Yeah, the, the the kid they're looking at from Maryland, he's he looks to be going Alabama bound is kind yeah. of what we're hearing. So Dippery or yeah. dip, Dipper? Or? Yeah, Dipper. Um, so I, I'm, I'm with Chuck. They're going to sign one, but it looks to be in the spring. People don't forget the portal goes all the way until exactly. end of August. I mean, literally into the season starts. So this is going to be a long process. This is just the first batch to come through. And then uh, how soon after the bowl game could we expect changes on Kiffin's staff? I don't think you're going to see any. I really don't. You I, don't, Chuck? I don't. I don't unless unless they leave on their own. Yeah. To get get other jobs like Jake Thornton did. Yeah. Um, I, I don't I don't think we're going to see any changes. I'll be surprised if we do. And the the last one, Yancey's about baseball, and you'll have to help me here. Y'all's expectations in baseball for Caden Irving from Gaucher? Well, he's actually a senior this year. He's at a Gaucher, Mississippi. So another 2023. Yep, and um, he'll be coming in with Cooper. Uh, that's a number four class in the country right now by perfect games. And this year they brought in the number two class. They've never had two top uh, ten classes back-to-back because they always run out of scholarship money. They don't have the in-state luxury setups that like the states of Tennessee and Alabama and, uh, excuse me, Louisiana and, and uh, several of the other programs, Florida, that they have with the Hope scholarships and lottery money that pays for in-state tuition, so they're not afforded that luxury to be able to get stacked classes on top of each other. And people don't realize that. And now with the NIL, that's going to balance a little bit more evenly for Ole Miss. So I just think Bianco's getting started. Yeah, I do too. Uh, switching back to football and coaches. Uh... I got a chance to watch John Garrison, the new offensive line coach, do some work in some of these bowl practices, and he's he's a real technician. I mean, he he works really hard on every player's hands and hand placement, and you know to to counteract every kind of move that a defensive lineman has. And I, I was really impressed with him being a technician. Chuck, one thing I was impressed is is his recruiting. I went back and looked at what he did at NC State, where they flops or not. And I mean, he's he's a really good evaluator. He's got two NFL picks out of his last, uh, you know, two or three years there at NC State. He's got another one that's coming out this year that could be a projected first rounder. Um, you know, he's not missing on many of the players that he's recruiting. So it's hard, Chucky, to find those guys that can recruit and coach, right? Especially at that offensive line position. We've seen some great on-field coaches, not so good recruiters and vice versa. But this guy looks like he, he nails it on both ends. And the question of Tim Samay, do you think he'll see some playing time this season? Uh, Tim is uh, – he's – Coach Clement is really, he thinks a lot of him, you know, and who we just uh, spoke about earlier there, 
uh, with Ethan that ledge there at third base, that might be a little wrinkle in Tim because he could project at third base too. But I got a feeling he's going to work himself somewhere in the rotation and line up somewhere. Cannon Cleary McGraw bringing the text messages to you tonight, and we appreciate those. 662-426-1093 if you have some more. Now, uh, time for the Rebel Injury Report from Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. You can go to OxfordOrtho.com to find them. Well, obviously, Deshaun Ruffin is is back. Uh, had a pretty good game against Temple. Didn't didn't have a very good game against Central Florida, but um, it looks like he's starting to get back his explosiveness and and quickness, and that's what's going to have to happen for him to survive at five nine. And right now, he's a little bit of a defensive liability because of his movement. But I think when he gets that back, he'll be okay. I tell you one thing, he re- has really shot the ball very well against Temple. You know, he had some really good shots, and I don't think he did a whole lot against Central Florida. But you know, you're right. I mean, he's kind of getting involved in the offense, and you know, uh, I think he's going to be end up being okay. He's not the same player yet. No, 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 no he's, he's not. not. Um, Eli Acker, the backup offensive guard, the third guard in the rotation kind of iffy with a knee injury from the second day of bowl practices, but the coaches are hopeful he'll play. These three guys will not play. They had uh, off-season surgery, defensive end Cedric Johnson, tight end Casey Kelly, and offensive guard Cedric Melton are out for the ball game. Zach Barry is back with us next, plus a lot of other things to go on tonight's show. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. 
Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora's. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find new roads. Looking for the largest selection of wine and spirits in North Mississippi? Look no further than Hawkins Wine and Spirits Warehouse in Oxford, located just behind Rebel Racks. You'll find some of the rarest wines that can only be found at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. They offer their customers a unique experience through their employees' expertise in the wine and spirits industry. The High Cotton Wine and Spirits Warehouse is a destination place for all of you true wine and spirit connoisseurs. Come visit us six days a week from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Still trying to effort Zach Barry to get him on the program. If he gets on, Rhino will let us know, and we'll talk uh, with him from the Ole Miss Spirit World and uh, recruiting along the way. This portion of the show is brought to you by Gateway Tire, serving you since 1929. 54 locations across six different states. Gateway Tire goes the distance for you. Yancey, while we, we're, we're doing that, we've got some other things. You want to jump into your list of football uh, recruiting and commits and things of that nature we have here? Yeah, I'm actually testing with Zach right now. He is going to be in in one second. Um, let's go over some of the recruiting stuff. Uh, Chucky, we saw five commitments over the weekend. Um, the first one, the headliner, was the number 103 player overall in the country. Kedrick Rosano, guy that running back, that was my personal favorite. He's the number five rated tailback in the country by On3 Sports, 5'11", 200 pounds. Really got a lot of the same traits uh, that Judkins has, Chuck. I mean, we're talking about a guy that can run through you, run by you, really quick burst the first 10 yards. Not going to really outrun a lot of people like we see from Judkins once they get in that open field, but they're going to get there quicker, a really big time back that is going to give Ole Miss some immediate depth next year. Then we saw Ole Miss newly hired um, offensive line coach Garrison. He offered the first player was Ethan Fields out of the state of Louisiana, the Bayou front. He was committed to Purdue. He's 6'3", 300 pounds, and he flipped from Purdue to Ole Miss after taking a midweek visit. This past week, he was set up to go to Georgia Tech. He's a future center prospect, uh, Chucky. He carries a 4.2 GPA and a 32 on his ACT. So he has those traits that you're looking for a center, right? Well, you had a 32 on the ACT, yeah. didn't you? you yeah. Took, you took it yeah. twice and made 16 each time? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you added them two together. Yeah. 
<laughs> then um, we saw another position of need. Um, you know, I really like that center pick pickup the right there for Ole Miss. Um, uh, position another need, middle linebacker. As we know, Troy Brown's going to be leaving this year. they got to get somebody to plug that hole. Jeremiah Gene like. Baptist out of Central Florida. He had over 180 tackles during his stay at Central uh, there at UCF. He's 6'2", all of 240. I don't know if anybody's seen any pictures of this guy, but he is he is a thick young man, a tr- uh, just a big-time thumper, somebody that can really get physical in the trenches. Chuck, what what do you like about Jeremiah? I like him. I like him because he's – I thought – I love Troy Brown, but if we're going to run a three-man front, you got to have bigger linebackers, in my opinion. Like, like Austin Keys is is a big linebacker, but we needed another one. Yeah, that's some more size up there. Then we saw Ole Miss again with newly hired coach uh, Coach Garrison out of NC State. He took one of his defensive linemen named Joshua Harris, an interesting guy, Chucky. Guy lost 57 pounds last all season and doubled his output than he did in the first three years there at NC State. Really a true nose guard that can give some more depth there for Xavion Harris and JJ Piggies. What, what, what do you think about that move, Chuck? I like him because again, you got to have those anchors. If you're going to run that three man front, you better have somebody big and strong in the middle um, to to take the care of the a gaps. And the B gaps. I mean, you you got to have a three gap guy or two gap guy there, and he's big enough and strong enough to do it. Yeah, and you know, Chuck, what we always see in the trenches, you know, injuries occur too. So you need all the big mm-hmm. bodies you can get there. Hey, I but think- let me tell you something now, <laughs> folks. Better get ready for Xavion Harris. I'm telling you now. I, mean, I, know, I think he's going to be a dog. I really do. He's six seven, three hundred thirty five pounds, and he's got better movement than people believe. Yeah, and he's yeah. only going to get better. He's just a puppy. You remember Mount Cody for yeah. for Alabama, yeah. the big six seven cat. That's yeah. who he really reminds me of. Yeah, like you said, has a quicker first step than than what uh, people will anticipate. Somebody that big, and then the last commitment, Chuck. Um, came from um, the kicker that we were just talking about out of Texas A&M, Caden Davis. And the guy was uh, 100, he, out of 183 kickoffs in his career at A&M, he put 155 through the end zone. So somebody that can Ole Miss can rely on to get some good depth on those kids. Yeah. Kicks, excuse me. You know, and I thought Jonathan Cruz did a good job kicking off this year and, and place kicking. But I don't think Costa – has that kind of leg to to get that many touchbacks. He he's going to get touchbacks, but not that many. And I've always liked a separation of a kickoff specialist and a placement guy. It gives you time to concentrate and practice, exactly. right? On your on your specific uh, exactly. craft. I think it helps him out mentally a lot. And I I think that's a good pickup there. And then old official visits have been going on for a while. Um, Gordon and Chuck and and Gary all week since we last got out. Uh, three official visitors that came over the weekend, a four-star defensive line commit, Jamarius Brown out of Moss Point, four-star wide receiver commit, Aiden Williams out of Ridgeland. Both of those are Ole Miss commitments, uh, top 100 national caliber uh, players there. And then a cornerback, portal transfer, John Saunders, a guy. He's six foot four, 195 pounds. He's out of Miami, Ohio. He started all 12 games last year at 52, 52 tackles. Ten passes defended, which means he's very active. Two picks and one forced fumble. You gotta love that size there, Chucky at six four. Yeah. That's that's what Miles Battle, who ended up starting the last three games for us this year, 
he he hit the transfer portal, and we're going to replace him with another six four guy. That's a good deal. Then the midweek visits, uh, Ole Miss was the official visits did not stop there this past weekend. They had a uh, one, two, three, four, five, six midweek visits last week. You start off with four star transfer portal Andre Carter out of Western Michigan. This guy that's six five, two seventy five, kind of has that Ivy build. Um, he finished with seventy tackles, thirteen for a loss, seven sacks, and an interception with eleven quarterback hurries. So again, Lane continues to look at these G five schools for players that are highly productive. That has been a trend uh, during the last three classes, and he continues to do that. You'll see a couple power five guys he's going after, Chucky, but most of these guys are going to come after G five schools that have been productive. Do you like that philosophy? Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's up to the coaches to evaluate properly. That's what they make all that money for, to evaluate, sign them, and develop them. And so far, I've got no qualms with their evaluations of talent. I don't either. And then you have some, like official visitor out of Arizona, another four-star defensive lineman portal. And we're not talking about their rankings coming out of high school. We're talking about what own three-spirit has ranked them coming out of the portal. But this guy does come from a Power 5 conference in Arizona, uh, defensive lineman Parrish Shan. Uh, Parrish um, appeared in nine games uh, this season. He had a little ankle injury, so he missed three of the games. But he finished with 39 tackles, 4.5 tackles for a loss, four sacks, two forced fumble, and recovered one. LSU is also heavily in the mix for Paris Shan. Keep your ears open for that name. Another defensive lineman, I'm, I don't know how many they can carry on the team, Chuck, but their Temple sophomore defensive lineman, Darian Varner, visited this past week. He's 6'2", 260-pound guy. Uh, he was the only Temple player to earn all-conference recognition. He had seven and a half sacks and 21 and a half tackles in seven games this year. He was also, which tells me a lot, Chuck, he was voted as one of the three team captains, so as someone that is highly respected off of Temple's squad. Um, well, let me answer your first question. Yeah. In my opinion, you can't have too many defensive linemen or offensive linemen. I, I don't even I don't even want to guess at the number of what you would consider too many. But for me, if a third of the whole roster was defensive and offensive linemen, I'd be happy. I would, too, because that helps you win games, man. Yeah, right now I believe Ole Miss is sitting at 17 defensive linemen for three spots. That is a lot and still in the market, Gary. Um, so that tells you what they think about defensive linemen. Um, here's one that I really think is going to be a good one. It's a freshman that was in the portal, Chucky. He's out of New Mexico. His name is Adil Halsey. He had 86 tackles as a true freshman with five passes defended, two interceptions, and two forced fumble. He was named a fresh first-team freshman All-American, uh, a guy that not only comes in with experience but still has three seasons of eligibility. So we still continue to see them recruit these safeties, which tells me, Chuck, we see a lot of fans ask, are they going to move to a 4-2-5 or a 4-3-4 or something more traditional? But with all of these defensive backs, they are continue to try to sign and sign it. It tells me they're, they're still going in for that uh, 3-2-6 next season. Yeah, it looks that way, uh, you know. But they could they could run a four two and bring a safety up, and you know have have four safeties in there at the same time. And yep. So we'll see. 
And then we get to the wide receivers. Now, this is what I said Ole Miss still needs to uh, close the deal and get a couple game breakers. And the biggest one is Trey Harris out of Louisiana Tech, another G5 program um, like we saw from New Mexico with Adele Halsey and like we saw from Western Michigan, Andre Carter. This guy, 6'2", 200, a true outside receiver. He had 65 receptions for 935 yards and 10 touchdowns to be uh, named first team uh, all-conference USA. So a guy, again, that's coming from the smaller schools that are very productive. And then the last official visitor uh, that came in since we were last on the show is Texas A&M. Uh, Chris Marshall, he's a 6'4", 205 wide receiver. Um, he was ranked one of the top 25 prospects in the country last year. He was a true freshman. Uh, you know, an unusual thing for a true freshman that's a five-star to already be transferring out, but he did, as we saw with a lot of the other A&M freshmen. So um, this is a guy right here that has a huge ceiling, Gary Chuck and Gordon. He's uh, a 6'4 guy, again, that can really go up and get the ball He's got three more. Well, actually, he could technically have four more years if they got a red shirt for this past year. But he's going to have a minimum of three years more eligibility. That game breaker type guy that can really make your wide receiver room go up a notch. Those were all the official visitors over the weekend. All right. I think I have Zach on the phone here from the studio in Oxford. Zach, you with us? Hey, guys. I'm here. How are y'all? Hey, buddy. Hey, listen. Uh, on this wide receiver situation, uh, we know for a fact they're after Ra Ra Thomas, Trey Harris, and Chris Marshall. But I get a, I get the feeling that if they get either, any of the two of those, they'd be pretty happy. I think so too. I think they're going to focus mostly on the bigger bodied receiver, similar to what we talked about uh, last week. I think that they feel pretty good about who they have on the inside right now on the roster, and then they're going to uh, try to sign Caden Lee on Wednesday as well. Um, but I think they're going to be looking for the more bigger outside receiver. And, yeah, I mean, I think you're right there that they would uh, they would be more than happy to bring those guys in, bigger, uh, <clears throat> taller receivers, bigger targets. And then Ra Ra is a guy that can kind of do a little bit of everything, the outside and inside. But, yeah, I think that's probably the uh, – the extent of that list right and now. Aiden Williams is outside guy, right? You know, I, he's a guy that I think can do a little bit of both. Um, we talked with Charles Power last week on our podcast, the uh, director of rankings and scouting at On3, and uh, I mentioned the comp of Jackson Smith and Jigba, the Ohio State wide receiver, and he seemed to like that one. Um, he was a guy that did a little bit of both during his time in Columbus, and I think that Aiden Williams can do that. He's good enough already as a route runner to uh, be effective on the inside, and then on the outside, he he just has the just that knack that you can't really teach on just beating press coverage and just getting open and making plays. Not going to wow you with speed, but just, a, just an innate ability to use his body, shield the defender, and he has big, strong hands, so... I think uh, I think he's definitely a day one contributor, and I think that they'll be able to move him in and around the formations a lot, like you see uh, guys like AJ Brown being utilized now. Zach, I'm I'm one of the laziest people in America, so I don't ever count scholarships because most of the time I get it wrong. But what what are you looking at here? Um, I mean, counting the transfer portal, are they looking at thirty five. 
kids between now and August, or what? Is, what's the numbers situation? Yeah, I, it's hard to actually know the you know exact number, but yeah, I mean it's essentially a numbers game of whenever someone leaves, the spot is opening up, and whenever someone comes in, the spot is taken away. Um, so you're probably looking at a uh, low 30s number right now. It just all kind of depends on what shakes out after the bowl game, because I think you're still going to see guys getting in the portal after the bowl game, and um, not just at Ole Miss. I mean, it's going to be everywhere. Um, I think there's going to be uh, another wave of transfer portal entries after all the bowl games are done. So after the holiday season, um, you're probably going to see a, a big wave of guys going in before the uh, college football playoff, and then those teams as well. I mean, no one's safe in this uh, day and age. I mean, there's going to be guys from Ohio State, Georgia, and, uh, TCU, and um, you know, playoff teams are, are going to still have guys that still want to get in the portal because they want to find a new home, go somewhere to, you know, find somewhere to get more snaps, or uh, they're just, you know, not playing where they are right now. Zach, we already had an offensive lineman flip. Anybody else that could possibly flip from Ole Miss that, that we're expecting to sign on Wednesday that may not? Well, the one that, that just popped right before I hopped on here, Marcel Reed decommitted. Um, I think he is announcing at 7 p.m. local time, so that's central, um, where he's going. And then he said he's signing on Wednesday, so that's a that's an interesting wrinkle. I figured he would just wait and announce it on Wednesday, but I guess he's doing it tonight to get it over with. But um, yeah, I mean, there wasn't really any drama expected um, with the uh, current commit. Um, I, the Isaiah Miller, that was trending in the direction of Auburn. Um, I expect him to end up there um, with Jake Thornton once he left the staff and went to Auburn. Um, that was where things started trending. And then a couple weeks ago when Marcel Reed wanted to take some business, um, most people were saying that there wasn't any um, there wasn't any concern. Um, it wasn't until, I guess, late last night and then early this morning when things started to possibly look like it could be um, a potential flip. Or All right, Zach, we appreciate your time and giving us a few minutes at the back end of this segment. We'll uh, chat with you a little bit later on. We'll be back to finish up the program next. Thank you, Zach. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat and a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out on their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. 
Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Get the best in men's apparel at Great Scott, located at 4400 Old Can Road in Jackson. They've been serving you for 35 years and voted top 50 men's clothing store in Esquire magazine. Along with a great clothing selection, they offer a full-service, old-fashioned barbershop. Their store hours are 9.30 to 6, Monday through Friday, and 9.30 to 5 on Saturdays. Take note, the JM Collection Fall Trunk Show is Thursday, November 17th, with special event pricing. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram. Check them out, Great Scott, located at 4400 Old Can Road in Jackson. Employers, are you paying too much for your group health insurance? If so, call Brad Camp with Morgan White Group. Brad can show our proprietary premium saver plan, which could save you as much as 18 to 20% on your group health insurance premium. Brad can also show you our employee needs too, offering human resource guidance, payroll solutions, 401k retirement plans, and senior services. Morgan White Group is your largest solely dedicated health and payroll insurance agency in the state of Mississippi, servicing all of your health, dental, vision, and life insurance needs. Call Brad Camp at 662-259-5552. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color T-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new entrance off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything, all. Miss. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Welcome back one final time into the studios and the show. We thank Zach for getting on with us and discussing that quickly. And then we got SEC News and the Good, Bad, and Ugly. If you want to, Yancey, let's do this. Do you have any of the last things you wanted to say about recruiting before we move forward? Yeah, the high school prospects keep an ear on Caden Lee out of Kennesaw, Georgia. And the portals that I think you need to keep uh, your ear on are Rara Thomas, a wide receiver out of state, junior defensive end Andre Carter of Western Michigan, junior cornerback John Saunders out of Miami, Ohio, junior safety Kalen Catalan out of Arkansas, and freshman safety Adairi Halsey out of New Mexico. Those are the ones, and Chris Marshall out of Texas A&M, those six right there, I think, are the most likely candidates to fill some of these slots. All right, so the Red and Blue Chips recruiting segment, we did all of that with Zach, and, and we're going now. we got SEC News brought to you by the Faris Group. They're your partner in retirement. Nearly two decades of expertise in helping retirees invest and distribute their savings. Faris Group continues to provide clients with unparalleled level of success and delivered results. They have locations in Ridgeland, Oxford, Little Rock, Baton Rouge. Give them a call, one 327 Three seven three five, and I thought I'd like to bring this up because uh, practice for the Crimson Tide of Alabama started on Friday, and the questions came into Will Anderson and to Bryce Young, who are both going to be top five in the NFL draft. Why they're actually playing in the Sugar Bowl, right? And did not opt out, and both of them said another chance to play with my brothers. And and my thought for that was this: I haven't seen very many SEC guys opt out at all with any of the bowl games, and that's a pleasant surprise to that's me. good. Yeah, and, and it's surprising on the lower-level uh, bowls, you know. 
those some of those kids have a lot to lose. And I, I you know, frankly, these six and six, seven and five bowls, I wouldn't play in them either. <laughs> and risk my career. Not over. if I had a lot of money on the line. Yeah. Well, that's I guess why the question came in because both are going to be in the top five with Will right. Anderson and Bryce Young. It just depends on who needs what. But both are projected to be one. I think it was McShay has uh, Young first and Will Anderson third in the latest of the mock drafts for the NFL that they're going to play against Kansas State. I just thought that was a, a good thing. We've we've talked about it with Ole Miss. No opt outs that we know of, right? No, they're they're well, you know, a couple of transfer portal guys, sure, but uh, no no opt outs. SEC basketball, uh, Braylon Bridges of Georgia was the SEC Player of the Week. 6'11", fifth-year guy, had 18.6 rebounds in just 18 minutes as Georgia beat Notre Dame 77-62. He was a perfect 9 of 9 from the floor. In the SEC Freshman of the Week, we had a lot of discussion about prior to the show, and that's Brandon Miller from Alabama. 6'9", out of Antioch, Tennessee. 36.9 rebounds in the game against the Zags, the most by a Division One freshman this season. Oh, he can play. Bama's loaded. Uh, so is Arkansas. Those those three freshmen that Arkansas brought in this year are special, Gary. It's, it's, the SEC is not what we've been watching the past 25 years. This is a total different league. Number eight, Tennessee, number nine, Alabama, number 10, Arkansas, number 15, Mississippi State, number 19, Kentucky, and number 23, Auburn, in today's uh, AP Top 25. I mentioned that because Ole Miss plays North Alabama tomorrow, 2 o'clock at the Pavilion, and then it's number eight, Tennessee, number nine, Alabama, number 15, Mississippi State, and number 23, Auburn, to open up the SEC season. Thank you, SEC. We love those favors you always. We got a home game though. Basketball. You got a home game to open up the conference. Yeah, the Tennessee game is going to be four o'clock on the twenty eighth. I mean, so it's going to be a day game, right before yeah. the bowl game. Yeah, before the bowl game. Absolutely right. All right, that's our look at the SEC uh, news for the day. It's time to get the good, the bad, and the ugly with our man Chuck. It's great to see the Rebels get back on winning track with a 63-55 win over Temple with a solid 39-point second half. The Rebs got 21 points from Matthew Morrell and 17 from Deshaun Ruffin on the comeback trail. Ole Miss moved to 8-3 and three on the year. A lot of hot recruiting news that we've already discussed. I'm most intrigued by North Carolina State defensive tackle Joshua Harris at 325 pounds and uh, UCF linebacker Jeremiah Jean-Baptiste, um, who's 240 pounds. That's two areas of need. The bad, well, just as Temple win was good, the Central Florida loss was bad. The Rebels fell behind three touchdowns, 21 to nothing in that game, digging themselves in a hole they couldn't get out of. They did play decent ball in the second half, sparked by big men Josh Mabala with 18 points and freshman Malik Ewan with 10 points, but it was too little too late. The first half seems to be an issue with this team. Hopefully they can get it together tomorrow afternoon against North Alabama and start playing a little better ball in the first half. Um, you know, I don't want to put this under the ugly category, but it is kind of ugly. Marcel Reed has been committed to Ole Miss for months and months and months, and all of a sudden, two days before National Signing Day, he uh, decommits uh, to go to either Texas A&M or Auburn, I understand. Uh, they don't know yet, but, uh, you know, what does a commitment mean anymore? 
Chuck, have, Nothing? You, heard, Nothing. have you heard anything on Luke Altmaier? Has he, has he decided to own a home yet? No, I heard that he's been to southern Mississippi, yeah. and he's supposed to go out to Arizona State after the bowl game. Remember, Arizona State's offensive coordinator used to uh, coach with the, the Memphis coach that went to Florida, Florida State, State, so that's a, a long relationship. Yeah. All right, we'll have a show next week. We'll have some recruiting news, and we'll have uh, pre-bowl game stuff to get with you as well. So we'll be back with another show. Thanks, Rhino, back in the studio, and all you good people for being with us. Howdy, howdy. Merry Christmas.